How's it going, guys? Welcome to uh, The Coach Coaches, presented by From The Coach. This is Ethan, and I'm here with my uh, co-host, Dom. How's it going, Dom? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. It's been a little while since we've uh, recorded an episode. We've been pretty busy. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. School and life good can get... to be back. Yeah. School and life can get in the way sometimes, but that's okay, because uh, this is where we're going to start really grinding episodes out and make this legit. Lots to talk about. We, we actually Lots do have a to lot about. to talk about since last episode. That's very true. Uh, more specifically, things just from this week alone, I would say. There's been a lot of... Yes, lots of things going on. Lots like, of things going on. After the Super Bowl, there was the Matthews signing. Yes. And then after that, I find it was pretty quiet <laughs> for sports. Like, a few yeah, s- it was quiet. A few small things were happening. A few small things, but, but nothing major. It was mostly like, uh, well, we don't follow the NBA much, but the NBA All-Star game happened. Yeah. A few trades with the Raptors. Yeah. And then just NHL. Oh, yeah. Gasol got traded to Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Gasol got traded to Toronto. And then after that, it was just NHL trade rumors, which are finally starting to take effect. Yeah. Big one today. Big one today. That's right. Uh, we had the Matt, doucher. <laughs> Matt Duchesne. The doucher going to Columbus. Going all the way down the hallway to the <laughs> Columbus Blue Jackets <laughs> the dressing, uh, room. dressing room. Uh, what are your thoughts on that one? Well, he didn't want to play in Ottawa anymore. They offered him an eight, what eight-year contract for sixty-four million, eight million a year, which is standard. I feel like that's appropriate for his for his level. Which is standard. Of he probably feels he he wants he can get more. I don't know why. In the open market. Who would uh, who would pay him more than eight million? Why is he not in Colorado? He's not in Colorado because he's not a, he's not a team guy. He's a me guy. Yeah, and I get I've heard this before. I've said this before about a particular person we talked about last time. Matt Duchesne is the same. He was in Colorado. McKinnon was under him. No playoffs. They were one of the worst teams in the league. They, and they shouldn't have that been, year. but they, they were. They shouldn't have been. He leaves, they go to the playoffs. Yeah. He goes to Ottawa, supposed to put them over the top. What happened? They don't even make the playoffs. What does that tell you? Carlson left. He left. Ottawa's a mess right now. But they'll turn it around. I don't think they'll turn it around. In a couple of years. It's the, it's the same, it's the same, same story thing. over They're gonna and over again. They're going to lose Stone. They're going to lose Dezingle. And these guys, you have to – it's hard to replace three guys like that. It is. And if you can't attract three guys like that to your market – That's another What thing. makes you think that it's going to change in three years? Right. right? He's not going to stay in Columbus. No, this is just a playoff push no. kind of – I can see trade. him going to somewhere like Los Angeles, Florida. I can see him going there next year. Who's got money? Why, just to go to the warm weather? Like, I don't – Well, I just could see that. Does L.A. have money, though? Why does people – why Columbus does the same as Ottawa. Yeah, we they were had Rick Nash gone, Ryan Johansson gone. Yeah, they do the same thing. They Panarin, he's gonna go. Bobrovsky, he's gonna go. They can't keep superstar players. No, so and everybody bitch, bitches about the Leafs signing Matthews and stuff. At least he wants to stay. Yeah, Tavares came over here. Yeah, it's an attractive market. Ottawa and Columbus are not, are not. Attractive They're not attractive markets. markets, and that's why I really feel like in a couple of years we're gonna hear a ru- or not even a rumor. It's gonna be confirmed that Ottawa is gonna move. Yeah. I think they so. Uh, Melnick did that uh, in 2021. We're going to start spending money. He might not even own the team in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> that team will, could be two, in Quebec. Why would you pick 2021? 
What, what yeah, about next year? What's the difference? Year? Yeah, what's the difference? Why not next year spend money? You know why? Because you won't be there. And 2001, isn't that when the Seattle expansion team's coming in? Mm-hmm. So that'll set them back again. That's uh, There's something going on over there, and I don't think he'll even be the owner by then. I don't think so. It's curious. I'm but curious. As far as Duchesne goes, he's not going to do nothing in Columbus. No, I don't. I don't see nothing big coming out of there. They're going to lose Panarin. They're going to lose Bobrovsky. He won't stay. They're not even in a playoff spot right now. As we speak right now, they're not in a playoff spot. Well, they're trying to make a push for one. Okay, but, but there's other teams doing it too. The East is ve- very it's competitive tough. this it's year. Very yeah. Good. Carolina. Hopefully the Penguins can turn it around a little bit. I hope so. You know, I'd like to see them back in there. Yeah. Um, Buffalo. Uh, the Flyers kind of. They were, but they're fighting a little bit. They just lost a couple in a row. Yeah. They lost a tough one last night. Well, it wasn't a tough one. They didn't play very well against Montreal. And then Boston, Montreal are duking it out. Well, Boston's in second now. Yeah, but they keep Montreal and Boston keep going back and forth for that. No, the Leafs are in third. Oh shit! Not yeah, even. they're four points behind. Great. Do they still have a game in hand or no? They got two in hand. Oh. Uh, yeah, two in hand. That's not the worst thing in the world then, yet. You know what? I Personally, I'm a Leaf fan. I want them to fall into the wild card spot. Well, if they, Depending you know, what spot. Tampa, got the, they're going to finish first overall in the conference. So they play the lowest wild so card. They right? would play, they play the lowest wild card, which would be the eighth place team. Yeah. So the least, if, I want them to finish seventh. So they end up playing the Islanders or somebody. Okay. And I, stay away from Boston. Yeah, it makes sense. That's what I want. Yeah, but at the same time, wouldn't you want, like, you, they struggled with Boston for a few years in a row. It could be like Washington yeah, last year with Pittsburgh. You finally get past them. But Toronto, right Toronto's trek to the final, they got to go through Boston and Tampa Bay. Yeah, no matter what. No matter what. So. so that, doesn't, that doesn't bode very well. No. No. And I'm a little, I don't want to play Boston. As a Leaf fan. At least not in the first round, for sure. No. Second round, I'd play him. Yeah. I'd, I, have, I'd have no problem with them playing him in the second round. I personally think Boston is maybe a first-round exit this year. I, I don't even so. see them getting past the first round. They'd play, well, if the, if the way I like it, they'd play Montreal in the first round. Yeah. They'd Good beat the shit out of each other. But anyways, what other trades happened? Um, well, minor one... Uh, from Detroit, the defenseman Jensen okay, went yeah. to Washington. Then he signed a four-year contract today. Yeah, didn't Washington get somebody else too? And they picked up Haglin. Haglin for, yeah, from the yeah, Kings. They picked up Haglin. I don't like that, but. For the penalty kill. Yeah, I miss that guy. Why do you think they picked him up? Experienced. Fast. What about if they play Pittsburgh? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what they were talking about last if, night anyway. If we play Pittsburgh, or if they play Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh will make the playoffs. <laughs> I'm not worried. Oh, I'm a little worried, but I feel like Carolina, they're the kind of team that kind of just coasts a little bit. Pittsburgh is just, They I just don't know. win enough, get in there, and then they show what's up. Last night, they, I, against San Jose, they looked. It's our defense. I'm telling no, you. No, it wasn't their defense. Well, okay, they lost 4 nothing, so they didn't have any offense going either last night. I mean, they allowed three power play goals and a shorthanded goal. Wasn't even any even strength goals last night. Oof. So, I don't know. It was like they weren't involved, engaged until the end when Crosby uh, oh, got yeah. a little got a little tussle. Yeah, a little tussle there at the end, and, and uh, Sullivan got kicked out, the coach. I'm okay with that. At least it's showing that he has some heart. He's trying to get the guys into the game. Not Crosby. I'm talking about Sullivan. Yeah, he got thrown because out. Because when 
when you lose games as frequently as they have been, there's they can shut out a lot. They shut out a lot. Yeah, they, they lose quite a bit lately. So the first person to blame is the coach in those situations all the time, even though it's probably not. No, it's not his fault. So at least Sullivan's sticking up for his guys. Uh, you know, having emotion still. Yeah, they'll be okay. I they'll think be they'll fine. be fine. They'll be fine. Carolina's up there. The East is just tough this year. We we were looking at the playoff or yes. the the playoff picture and the like the points and everything and the records, uh, compare the East compared to the West, and the West is shit. Yeah, yeah, it's so bad. Edmonton still has a chance. Yeah, teams like Anaheim, Anaheim still has a chance. <laughs> Minnesota, they're well, they're in there right now, but Colorado, Chicago's coming out of nowhere. Yeah, oh, oh it's amazing that Chicago's making a playoff push. No, it's not because the fucking West is the so West bad. Is, uh, yeah, the West, there's there's your like Calgary. San Jose, um, Nashville, Nashville, Winnipeg, they're struggling Saint right Louis now. St. Louis has been playing good. St. Louis, they're coming out of nowhere. And then after that, there's nothing. Yeah. it's It could be anybody's. I really don't see the West winning the cup this year. Maybe San Jose, that's it. Maybe San Jose. Calgary, too. But I'm not too um, keen on their goaltending. Calgary... I don't want to see them win because I said the next Canadian team to win the Stanley <laughs> yeah, Cup will be the Toronto Leafs, Maple Leafs. Yes. But their their goaltending is a little shoddy. I wouldn't trust their goaltending over there. No. No. Isn't it just some young guy? No, it's Mike Smith and David Riddick. Oh, yeah, okay. But San Jose hasn't been getting good goaltending for Martin Jones either. No. No, his save percentage is like 9.1, 9.01. It's very low. All the good goaltendings on on the well, yeah, that's well Saint yeah. Lu- the St. Louis is that, they're, yeah they're the that's the goalie I was that's a hamburger about. hamburger number two yeah but might just be enough to get them there <laughs> oh they'll make the playoffs yeah oh yeah they will uh, St. Louis doesn't have a bad team no they, they have, have a good some, team O'Reilly's really ripping it up over there he's a good player yeah but I don't see anybody else in the West Winnipeg's struggling. Oh, yeah. Mr. Patrick, Patrick Liney Liney. there, Mr. Mr. Uh, Ghost. Yeah, like he, I can do no wrong. He's got two goals in his last twenty-five games. Yeah, he's not playing well. It, and, he, and he's due for a contract this year. <laughs> yeah, it's so. And bad. he was talking about how he wants to get Matthews money. It's because he's one-dimensional. He's a very one-dimensional player. You're talking. You want Matthews money? Yeah. Are you snapped? Is is he all there in Winnipeg? Because you're not getting Matthews money. You're lucky to get Nylander money right now. And Winnipeg knows that he's a one-dimensional player because their coach. Put him on the fourth line. Put him on the fourth line and literally said to the media, yeah, we just keep telling him to shoot because that's all he can do. That's all he can do. To shoot. You can't back check. No. You can't put him on a penalty kill. So He's awful in his own zone. You tell him to shoot. Okay. Yeah. And if it doesn't go in, then what? That's why he's struggling because it's not going in. Nah. No, he ain't getting no. He's not getting uh, Matthews money. That's for sure. No, no way. I don't think so either. No way. I don't see that happening. But anyways, do you see any other trades happening? <clears throat> oh yeah, there's gonna be lots of trades. Any big trades? Oh yeah. I see Mark Stone going. They're talking like this guy. He's Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, I know. But I think it's because he's after, especially now that Duchesne's gone, he's probably the biggest guy on the market. Yeah, but they're they just gotta hype it up a little bit. They're they're they're, they're making it like he's the end all be all this year. Like he's the it player. That'll he, yeah, I know. And he's a good player. I'm not saying he's not a good player, but he's not. I don't see him making a big impact on the team that he goes to. 
I could see Panarin making more of an impact if he was to go to a team than Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, he's got more more give to you. You know, he he does more than Mark Stone does. Yeah. He's more he's more threatening than Mark Stone. You you know. I would like to see Pittsburgh go after a goalie, but you you know, to be honest. Ethan. Trade deadline. Those big deals, they're nice and all. They never but, really turn out to be anything. But it's the little deals you got to watch. Yeah. The like little, whoever little picks deals. up Big Smith Pelly. Like somebody like that when Hainsey got picked up a couple years ago from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's what you got to look at. Yeah, the little the little ones. But there will be some deals. I see Bobrovsky. Not, uh, I could see Panarin going. Yeah, I if don't. If the price is right, I could see him going. What do you give up? A first-round pick, maybe? Oh, you're going to be first-round prospect, player on the roster. Oh. Mm-hmm. I can see that going. I can see that happening. He's got to come back. He, I just don't see to where, he's though. He's got to get his first-round pick back. Yeah. He just gave it to Ottawa. Two of them. That's true. One's conditional. Yeah, one's conditional. So, Panarin. He's got to get it back. So, Panarin will fetch you that, for sure. Unless they're trying to satisfy Panarin by getting Duchesne, and hopefully maybe they want them both to resign. I don't know. No, you can't. Columbus doesn't that. have that kind of market, no, so I don't, don't think it will market. happen. But Columbus is a place you go play and then you leave. Yep. It's a little Seth Jones will be the next one. He's going to want to go. You watch. A little short stints. Well, well Rick Rick Nash had probably the best career in Columbus. Overall. And they got rid of him too. Yeah. They got rid of him too. But that's what that's what we're trying to prove is that it's not. They're not really a hockey market. They no. just have short stint. Players don't players. like to play there. Yeah. Well, it's Ohio. Like, oh, I'm sure Ohio is really nice, but it, is Ohio a hockey market? No. no. So. It is in that area. In Columbus like, specifically. Locally, maybe. it's it, it is. But when you talk hockey, you, you don't hear Columbus come up. When I when I think of all, the state of Ohio, I think football. Well, yeah. So. <laughs> football Cincinnati yeah. Cleveland even Cleveland yeah right but yeah I can see some things happening I'm sure it'll, it'll be, be interesting. interesting it'll be interesting yeah we'll obviously be paying attention to it mm-hmm. so keeping on uh, the conversation of any uh, <coughs> NHL and hockey specifically what do you think of the uh, <laughs> Cur- or the Carolina Hurricanes post win celebrations well at home I'm old school. I don't. I'm like Don Cherry. So you're not a fan. I'm not a fan. Not a fan of it. Okay, you do it after you win, right? Yeah. That's what they do after they win. That's no problem. Why don't you do it after you lose? Because your looks fans stupid. still. But your fans still came to watch you play. Yeah. You're I, doing it for your fans, right? So win or lose, you should do it. Or do nothing. How about that? Don't do anything. Yeah, if I was a fan and I went to a game and they lost, like, but I was going because I hear about all these celebrations. Right, that's like, what that's they're trying stupid. to say. Yeah. They're trying to say they're coming there. They're just attracting more fans because they do the celebration. Well, that means you got to win every home game. Maybe. I guess it's motivation to win every home game, but you don't. You won't you always win. So You can't. So the one time a fan who does go, who's never been. <laughs> like the kid who traveled to go see Connor McDavid play and then McDavid didn't play. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, it's similar to that, right? So yeah, you, the first time you go to the game, oh, let's go see the celebration thing. Okay, we go there, they lose, they don't do the celebration. That fan ain't coming back. No. So don't tell me it's because you're doing it because it attracts more fans. No. 
it's just it's not professional to me. No, what's professional is you go, you give a nice little, a little stick raise. with the stick. Yeah, win or lose. Win or lose, they should do that. Thanks for coming Thanks out. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for the support. That's Thanks it. For support, and off the ice you go. I'm all for celebrating during games because it's intense in the right. moment. That's but different. after you you're done, you've shook hands, all that. You don't go out there and celebrate the right. win like that because that's it's what, not very sportsmanlike. Exactly. That's what I don't like. like I'm old school. It's sure it's fun, but. Uh, limbo, <laughs> or whatever the hell it's called, limbo lines and bowling and bowling and baseball, and baseballs, home run yeah. celebrations with a bat. And then you flip. do the Viking clap. Yeah, that's okay. a soccer thing, man. It's so- yeah, that's a soccer thing. It was in Iceland. It started in Iceland, and then it went to the Vikings used it, and the Vikings the used it. Now TFC uses it, and but it's different in soccer. Soccer, it's different. Well, they do it during the game. That's what I'm saying. It's during the game. It's a fan chant. It's not yeah. something that the team initiates. It's, it's during I could the be game wrong, they do that. I'm pretty sure the, the fans initiate it, not the team. Yeah, it's the supporters that do it. Yeah. At a certain time of the game, they start it. Okay, see? In Toronto, it's the 70th minute. Yeah. When the 70th minute comes, that's when they start the Viking clap. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, the Minnesota Vikings, their fans also get that started. The players don't. Players don't do it. It's the fan thing. Yeah. Nothing to do with the players. So in hockey, when you, like when the Hurricanes are going out after the game and they have one of those guys, like if it's the first star or whatever, just yeah. start doing the clap, that's kind of lame. It is. I'm not really for it. They should do it during the game. Yeah. That's all. Pick a time during the game and everybody does it. Oh, that would be awesome. Can you imagine if the, if the mascot or the fans just all of a sudden just started doing the Viking clap? All they clap? need is a drum. Yeah. Have a guy there with a drum. Start the Viking clap. Start doing the Viking clap during the game. During, and the pl- people are trying to play. That would be or like the That's players. What they should do it. The opposing team's trying to play. This that celebration would be crazy. crap after the game. I'm, I'm with Don Cherry. He's old school too. That's why he says it's stupid. I agree with him, hundred percent. I feel like hockey fans during games they do do some chants. That's okay, right? And uh, or like not Na- or Nashville when somebody scores or the ref makes a call. Thanks. Or when the the announcer makes a well, last minute of play. Last minute of play in the first period. It's during the game. Thanks, blank. I don't know what his name Paul. is. Paul. Thanks, Paul. Like that's cool, but to me, it seems like hockey fans don't get involved into the game where they are trying to distract the opposing team. So the Viking clap for the Hurricanes during a game that could be huge. Yes. During the game is that would is be fine. something that a fan would want to go to the stadium to do. Yeah, because you're going to do it for sure. For sure, yeah, and you're doing it to distract the opposing team. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're going for that. You know. At a certain time of the game, that's going to happen. Yep. If they lose the hockey game and they do it after, they won't do it. You're just going to turn around and go to the exit. So the fan is—it's not getting the fans into the seats. That's what their excuse is. And that's the reasoning behind us. You know what they could call it? They could call it like they're starting to surge the storm or something like that because they're their hurricanes, right? I'm a marketing student, by the way, for those who don't know, <laughs> yes. so I get these really crazy ideas. But they could start making T-shirts and stuff like that that say, like, Surge the Storm. And yeah. then at, like, a certain point, they put it out on the uh, around um, where the seats are yep. on the Jumbotron-style uh, thing saying, like, let's start surging the storm. And then they build it up. That would be crazy. Yeah. They're missing a com- complete potential market That's a great here. marketing idea. Yeah. Maybe you should send it to them. I should. You're right. We should. So, yeah, not fans. Not a fan of it. No. Cut it out or change it, Cut like it we were it. just saying. Yep. Yeah, I agree. If you're hockey, you congratulate your goalie. Give the fans a little stick wave. Off the ice you go. It's because hockey's all classy. You class should do it even too. if you lose. Yeah, it's, it's just a, it's a classy game. It's a classy game. game. Yeah. It is. On to the next thing, Ethan. On to the next thing? All right. 
Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. On to the next thing, Ethan. <laughs> Finally leaving Pittsburgh, they decided that they're not going to franchise tag Le'Veon Bell again, and they've pretty much granted Antonio Brown the opportunity to be traded. And they're not going to franchise Le- Le'Veon, right? No, they're not franchising well, Le'Veon again. That's a real shit show over there in Pittsburgh right now. A, a, a class team is losing one of the NFL's dynasty teams are really messing it up over there. Yep. Or, and I won't even blame the owner. I'm not going to blame the owner on this because he's been an owner for a long time. There's only two people I blame for this. I blame you, Ben. Ben and I really feel like Mike Tomlin Mike has lost Tomlin. the locker room. Mm-hmm. Him and Ben are running that team? Yeah. That's what I think because you're losing two quality players. The, arguably the best players in their positions. In their positions. Mm-hmm. Okay, like Julio Jones is amazing too and for wide receivers. Probably better than Antonio Brown now, but they're still gr- two great Both players. Those are two great players you're losing, man. And, and you're I losing think them. Ben has a lot to do with it. Yeah. And Tomlin. I think Tomlin listens to Ben. Did you see what Antonio Brown said about uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger? Last week? I think it was last week, He yeah. made a comments about him, He made yes. comments about mm-hmm. him. Ba- basically saying, like, uh, some guys know that he's – it's, like, his way or he has, he like, an owner attitude. Yes. And it's his way or the That's highway. That's why I'm trying to say that. Yeah, but they won't speak up to it because they're too afraid to get cut or right. anything like that. That's why I say it. Yeah. And Mike Mitchell, the safety for – yeah, I believe it. Yeah, Mike Mitchell, the safety for the Colts that used to play in Pittsburgh, he made a statement saying uh, – he would love to have Antonio Brown on the Colts. He's a great, great teammate. Like, absolutely unbelievable what he would do for you. And uh, he went along the lines of saying something like, everybody's quick to judge Antonio Brown, but how many times has he welcomed teammates to his house? And how many times have you offered for him to come to your house kind of thing? Right. So, like, he's so open and willing to give to everybody, and he's such a great teammate, but nobody gives it to him in return. Like, that's what he noticed when he was in Pittsburgh right, with him. Right, right. So he said he's more than willing to have Antonio Brown as a teammate, and if he could push to have him in Indianapolis, like be a spokesperson right. for that, he would be. Yeah, it's, a sh- it's, it's he's well, he's a great receiver, number one. And uh, they that thing with Le'Veon Bell last, last year, I know everybody was on his ass about not playing and all that, and I I understand why he didn't. Yeah, so do I. Because one bad knew, shot, one bad shot, and, he, and he's done, right? Yeah, but. That's not the reason why he didn't play. No, it's not. I don't think so. It's Big Ben. Big Ben. That's turned into a shit show there. But I just I, don't see how Big well. Ben hasn't decided to retire yet. <laughs> like, why are you still trying to go? If he were to retire, those guys would be going nowhere. No. They'd be kicking well, it next year to get ready for the They drafted quarterback. that quarterback, uh, Mason Randolph. Yeah. Right? Ben hated it. Thought it was stupid. He was giving him the cold shoulder. Yeah, he didn't even answer his text or anything Nothing. to throw the ball around. Yeah. Like, you don't want to help out the young kid. You only have like should have been one year left in you. Now he's. You know, you don't want to help him out. What's wrong with you? Because in his eyes, it's me, and after me, I don't care what happens. What makes me laugh is how people are so quick to say, "Oh, we don't need Le'Veon. We have James Conner." Don't get me wrong. James Conner is a great player, and he's, he's in a Le'Veon good system. Bell. He's not Le'Veon Bell, and. Do you really think James Conner is going to say anything about how things are being run in practice or plays that are being called? 
He's not because that was his first year getting to be in the spotlight, and he's trying to make himself look good because yeah, he's a young course. player. Yeah, he can't talk. So he's not going to talk like no. Le'Veon Bell would. No, he's not going to say nothing. Juju he's... Smith, he's not going to say anything like no. Le- or like Antonio Brown would. Nope. So whatever is going on over there, whatever is wrong, if those two are gone and it gets fixed magically somehow, great. I don't think it will. No, it's not going to get fixed. It'll just stay behind the scenes a little bit longer, and then somebody else will come out and say something. There'll be more going on. There'll be more players talking. Uh, where do you think Le'Veon Bell goes? Jets. New York Jets? Okay, interesting. I think he goes to the Jets, and I think Brown goes to um, San Francisco. Yeah, I think Brown goes to San Francisco as well. That's what I think. That's There's potential, as a Colts fan, there's potential for we have the money, and there's potential to have both of them in our, on our team, but I don't think wow. Ballard wants to do it, and I don't really want it to happen either. Just there's potential of it happening. I that wouldn't would want to give nice, up. Man. Yeah, having Antonio Brown and T.Y. Hilton with Andrew Luck would be amazing, but I don't necessarily want to give up a first round for it when we could draft defensively or draft a young receiver. And we still have Deion Kane that didn't even play last year. You know they'd give Indianapolis, um, New England a good go. I know. I I would Speaking be okay with it. I would be okay with Antonio Brown. I don't. I'm kind of over the. Hype of Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Le'Veon, you don't need I, I would take Brown, Antonio yes. Brown. Yeah, then you'd have him and, and T.Y. on the outside, right? Yeah. Or you could put T.Y. in the slot, too, if you yeah. wanted to. It'd be crazy. Le'Veon Bell? No, you have uh, Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack, exactly. Oh, he's, he's all right. And then after you get like Marlon Mack. after you trade for Antonio Brown, then you hit free agency for some defensive players, yeah. some pass rushers, maybe another linebacker, yeah. and then you draft a corner, and boom. And away you go. Away you go. Well, I like Marlon Mack. Yeah, I like Marlon Mack as yeah, well. I had him on the fantasy And Naheem team. Hines, too. I liked him. He's a nice little... Hines is a good... good nice little uh, second. Yeah. Like a, a relief. Yeah, a good depth uh, back. Speaking of New England... Is it true what I heard today? Mr. Kraft likes to get his willy wet. <laughs> Mr. Kraft? Is that what happened, Mr. Kraft? He's <laughs> freaking uh, hitting, up the hitting up the old massage parlors there in Florida. Yeah, with the happy endings or what? Oh, wow. Oh, How 70, old is he? 77. He's 77? Did yeah. you? Uh, I heard the oldest guy that's involved in this little prostitution yeah. ring scandal thing that's going on. He's 86, the oh, oldest yeah. guy. You got to get going, man. I, f- I feel bad for these girls. <laughs> well, some of them are slaves, apparently. Yeah, that's what, that was what the big thing was. That's what I heard. Yeah. They're forced into it. Like, forced into doing this. Prostitution. I hope I hope it, what, he wasn't in there. Yeah, that would be terrible. That's a really black eye for that, for the NFL in for, general. Yeah, this is more than New England at he's, this he's point. He's worth $6 billion. You know, he's done, uh, you know, I know they won the Super Bowls and I know all that, but he's done a lot. For the NFL. Yeah, a lot of good. A lot of good for the NFL. Yeah. And this this is not a good look. No, not a good look at all. I it's agree. It's not a good look. You can laugh about it because <laughs> Robert Kraft uh, is a prostitute. It's not a good look. Not like, a good if look. You, if the you football really look purists, at it. like the ones who like the NFL, who love the NFL like we do, that's not a good look no. for the league. I mean, you've had your situations where, you know, you, this guy beat up his wife and the domestics and all which that. Which are really bad. Which is player-wise. But, but that's player-wise. Player-wise. You, you can eliminate so those situations. you can situations. eliminate that because you could cut the guy and, and you could fill him in with another. You can't cut Robert Kraft. No, you can't cut an owner. <laughs> it's not like uh, you're cut, man. You got to go. Yeah. You can't do that. So that's not a good look. Like, New England already has a stigma of, you know, all these little things that they've done over the years. Well, New England can't win a Super Bowl without a stigma attached to it. The gate and... This gate and that gate, and now you have your owner going to a massage parlor. Like, do you really need to go there? Yeah. You've got a 39-year-old girlfriend. Why would you have to go that. there? That's ridiculous. Like, so I'm hoping it's not true. 
as, as being a football fan. He's just accused right now, right? Like there's a he, bunch of guys well, they that said are they accused. have video of him. There's surveillance on every guy that went in there. Oh my God! Please do not release that surveillance. There's tape. surveillance on every guy that it was a six month operation. They did it for six months. Six months, man. Like the like Robert Kraft. So if Robert Kraft in is involved, he was in a mall. Oh my God! So if he's involved, he went there more than once, kind of thing. Well, they just said he's one of the guys who got charged. There was over a hundred guys that got charged. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he just went after the Super Bowl or because he's got a place down there. Yeah. He hangs out that, with Trump too. Oh uh, boy! At his, uh, is Trump accused? At his place there in the, in the same city. Yeah. Palm Palm Beach, I guess it is, and uh, Palm City or something like that. I'm not sure. But he hangs out with, with him. Even though he's a Democrat, but he hangs out with Don, you know Donald Trump's uh, golf course there that he's got down there. So I hope it's not true, but it doesn't sound like it. That's it sounds good. yeah, it sounds like it's too legit. Couldn't just keep it in his pants, eh? At seventy-seven years old, old, how do you thirty-nine-year-old girlfriend or you know why you gotta go there? Who knows how old those girls are? 18, 17 years old. That, that's what I'm saying. That's fucked. What's wrong with you? That's actually fucked. That's a black guy, man. You can't talk your way out of that. No, not at all. You know, Tom Brady did this and he, you know, deflate gate and all that. But that's that's a, the sports side of things. That's you what know? I'm saying. Is like that's what exactly what we're saying. You, know, you can eliminate those by suspensions and cutting players. Which that happened. And, uh, exactly, and you that know, happened. All your PEDs and all that, and you got you, you got your things set in place for all that. But what do you do to an owner? What do you do to an owner? Nothing. You can't do nothing to him. And now everybody that's going to look, that brings us of the whole team. Like oh yeah, your owner's got to go to a massage parlor at a mall in Palm Palm Springs, wherever yeah, it hook is. Yeah, up with illegal to prostitutes. Hook up with illegal prostitutes. Yeah, that's not right. I, that's I agree. That's not right, man. I heard that today. I was like, I had to read that twice to make sure it was what I was reading right. Well, I was I was at school working on a project, and I'm seeing like NFL memes is posting like jokes yeah. about Robert Kraft and mm-hmm. the Patriots, and I'm like, what is going on? So yeah. I had to I had to look it up. I'm like, shit, Robert yeah. Kraft was a prostitute. So what? Yeah, like, Seventy-seven year old man. That's crazy to me. I, Whether you're 77 or 37, that shouldn't even be done. Yeah, I agree. But it shouldn't be done at all. But, but you, you're a guy. You're worth $6 billion. That's what he's worth, $6 billion. You own an NFL team that's won six Super Bowls. Six now? Yeah, six. Six? You know, you, Five rings and one prostitution ring for Robert. Yeah, prostitute. There you go. Ding, ding. <laughs> it doesn't look good. Doesn't no, look it doesn't good. look good at all. I don't know how Roger Goodell's going to talk his way out of this one. How's he going to fix that? And that's why I'm all in on AAF, baby. Let's go. AAF. <laughs> Let's go. NFL just keeps shooting themselves in the foot. Oh, AAF, brutal. it's your time to shine. Brutal. All right. So let's uh, take a little transition here into some baseball action. Ladies and gentlemen, spring training is upon us. The MLB season is coming up. Let's go. I'm not really that excited. No. As a Jays fan, there's not too much to be excited about. Oh, but Vladdy. Yeah. That's about it. But I don't even know if he'll be Whether on the he's opening day roster. Open lineup, we don't know yet because that's something to do with his free agency or something. Yeah. Coming down the line. Yeah. We'll so see. Who cares what the fans think, anyways? Yeah, really. That, okay. This is we will get into this. So Manny Machado goes to the San Diego Padres on a ten-year con- contract worth three hundred million dollars, with the option to opt out in what two thousand twenty-three? Five years. Yeah. Halfway through. Halfway through, he can opt out. 
You mean to tell me that the San Diego Padres can afford Manny Machado for $300 million, but the Blue Jays can't sign a fucking guy's left pinky toe for $10 million? Yeah. I can't believe. Like, the Jays have a pretty good market over here in Canada, especially the last few years. Well, they have years. a good owner. Yeah. They got a lot of money. And especially the last few years, they've really been selling selling yeah. seats, putting putting butts in seats. So yeah. how can you not afford to go and get well, a guy? they can afford it. They just don't. There's, I don't see. I can't fathom paying somebody three hundred million dollars to hit a baseball, dude. Well, I agree, but if that's how the market's going and that's yeah, how the sport is, one player isn't worth three hundred million dollars. Unfortunely, that's how the sport is. Bryce sees it, Harper though. isn't. None of these guys. None are. of them are. I agree. None of them are. But that baseball players are the most. As, they're as greedy as they come. The only. The, oh, I know. The last guy who wasn't a greedy ball player was probably David Ortiz. Yeah, because he could have got paid. He could have got paid, and he stayed with Large, Boston. He stayed his with entire. Him. Was he there his entire career? I no, think. he started with Minnesota. Okay, there you go. Then he went to Boston. And he stayed there. He stayed there. And he retired there. $300 million? Oh, come on. And what's Bryce Harper going to get? Fuck. I what's have he no gonna idea. Get? Where's he even going to go? Well, I know today Washington washed their hands of him. The owner said, They're we're done? moving on. Wow. He said it today. And uh, he's going to want $400 million. Who's going to pay him that? That's fucking ridiculous. Well, he's going to. You know, he's I'm one of those guys that's like, you know what you could do with $400 million? Like $400 million. Like, that's unheard of. There's so many things you could change in the world with $400 million. I'm not trying to be a hippie fucking pro, like, economy activist guy Nobody's here, worth that. But nobody's worth that individually. Okay. You could you could change a, You could change the, the homeless people in New York City. You could change your lives with $400 million. Oh, yeah. Right? I, I don't but know. That's what he's going to get. And there's going to be some team out there that's going to pay him. That's stupid enough to pay They're him. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. And that's why I don't watch baseball. Yeah. I, I've become very disinterested in baseball. I'm, I'm very disinterested in it. The money. It's about money. It's not about... When Jose Batista, my childhood Jays hero... When he wouldn't re- like take a home field di- like a home well, team discount yep. and wouldn't resign with the Jays, right there that kind of hit me like baseball's not it's not about nope. the fans or the teams or the cities it's about the players individually. About the money three hundred million oh I can I can believe and it. And the, the then again that, I can believe it. The thing that kills me the most is okay he's making three hundred million whatever. The MLB is literally promoting and marketing the fact that he's making three hundred million dollars. Posting pictures on Instagram. Oh, look at that three hundred million dollar smile. The three hundred million dollar yeah. man. Blah blah blah. You're proud that your your sport is paying individual players three hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. You're proud of that. Like I just I can't I they can't are. wrap my head around it. But not for me, man. No, I got no respect for that. I mean, good for San Diego to get, finally have the MLB. Uh, Talk about them and you know get a little bit of. There's a, other ways you could do it. There is other ways you could do it. I agree, but all right. What Oakland are we A's do? don't do that. No, and they're pretty good. They got a pretty good team over there. Who else? Uh, Chicago pretty much did all farm team, right? They, yeah. Grinded the Kansas farm City won the World Series. Yeah, they had no big numbers on their team. No, they well didn't they have a Puig at the time? Kansas City. Ah uh, yes. Puig yes. was a Los Angeles He's Dodger. Los Angeles, yes. Kansas City, they had Hosmer that year and uh, Kane. Kane, yep. And had great pitching. Who was their? They didn't have a payroll like that. No, they was all farm system, and that's that's where baseball can be interesting. 
is when teams go and win World Series and thing and make good runs with completely they just completely grind the farm system. Yeah, Minnesota That's, was like that. too. Minnesota was like that. Uh, Houston. Yeah, the Astros were like that. Like mm-hmm. when teams can successfully do that, and they beat the teams like the Dodgers and the Red Sox and the Yankees. That's when baseball is fun. But when teams are going and spending three hundred million dollars on one player, that's not fun. You don't think the other players on that team are going to look at him and go, three hundred million? Really? They're going to be nice to him. Yeah. I mean, it's not his fault that he's getting three hundred million. I mean, good for you. You're set good for, for you. four lifetimes. Your great 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 grandchildren are set for life. But with three hundred million. There comes a price with that. Yeah. And I don't mean it. They, ta- they pay a lot of taxes too there, don't they? In California, they do. Yeah. But, okay. So you pay a lot of taxes. Anyways, there's a price to come with that. There is a price. And I'm not talking about the money part. No. You have to live up to that contract. Love loss. And you got to look at all the players on your team because if you're not doing well, yeah. they have a reason to look at you and say, look, $300 million for that piece of shit. Oh, yeah. He'll be wa- – and he's the, really the only attractive thing. You know how much pressure you just put on yourself? They have Ian Kinsler in, they, in San Diego, but he's really the only piece there that is going to have all eyes on him 24-7. So. Yeah. He has the second biggest contract in the MLB right now, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And Bryce Harper, will, he'll top that. Yeah. He will. It's disgusting. But you won't see me watching Major League Baseball. I, I might go see a couple of Jays games this year well, if the tickets yeah, are cheap. You can. You can. I won't be. What uh when the Jays were good like those two years? Man, I remember them winning the World Series in '93. I know I wasn't alive for that, unfortunately. I remember that Joe Carter. Two I years ago that. when they made the playoffs, that was the first time I got to see it. Yeah, I remember Joe Carter hitting a home run. There was no money talking about. Touch them all, Joe. Touch them all. There was none of this three hundred million dollar crap. No, it was because play baseball. it was still about the game. It was still about the sport, mm-hmm. the fans, and the city that you played for. Yeah, yeah. It was exciting to watch it back then. Yeah. Now. You couldn't pay me to go watch a game. That's just me, though. All right. Looks like I'm not getting you tickets to the no, Jays. No, you're not getting me no tickets. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go alone, then. <laughs> go alone. Go alone. All right. What's next there, Ethan? What's next? I'm tired of talking about Manny Machado. <laughs> Manny Machado? I'm sorry. Manny uh, Machado. What is next? Uh, our Let's Go Moment of the Week. Go ahead. You go first this time. You want me to go first? I haven't even really thought about it. No? Okay, well, then I'll, I'll, I'll say mine. Once again, I'm a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. Big game Saturday night. Toronto-Montreal. It doesn't get any better than that. That's, that's true. That doesn't get better than that. The last time they played, 4-3 overtime win. John Tavares from Mitch Marner two weeks ago. Great hockey game. Fans are going back and forth, and I expect the same thing this, this weekend. Oh, I think it'll be a good this game. This Saturday, yes. It's great. I'm, you know, I, I'm not a, obviously not a Montreal fan. No, we uh, – I hate the Canadians. We both don't like them. Yeah, I'm not a big but fan. But I'm going to tell you something. That game is probably one of the best I've seen this year. All right. The Toronto-Montreal game. I respect it. Yeah. It was exciting. I was actually – normally, other than playoffs, I do get upset when I watch the Leafs play. But that game, I was, in t- I was intense the whole game. I really enjoyed it. And that's my let's go moment of the week. Is that what you hope to see in the playoffs? Not necessarily Montreal versus Toronto, but... Oh, I'd love to see Montreal and Toronto in the playoffs. Oh, jeez. That would be like... That would be the ultimate for me. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I can handle you that. on the edge of your seat the entire time. Wow. That would be so good to see. 
I did see them. And Montreal fans are the fucking worst. They're the worst. I do, like, yes, it could be a, it could be a great series, but I would not want to be you and have to listen to the fucking Montreal fans. They could be a tad hypocritical. Like, seven game series. Yeah, they can. And well, they I, don't know their hockey at all. No, they don't. They don't know hockey <laughs> at all. It's uh, it, it blows no, my mind. No, they actually, know, they know just when they win. I didn't hear a peep out of the Montreal fans last year. No, when they were in last place and playing like shit and trade this guy and trade that guy and carry price socks and all this stuff and this year they're they're all i see montreal fans all over the place they're everywhere all of a sudden they're everywhere even my you know people close to me are all of a sudden watching montreal games i'm not going to mention any names but <laughs> yeah i know, I know. close <laughs> to me you know who i'm talking about yeah. i'm not going to say the names but all of a sudden they're watching montreal games and i don't remember them watching it last year no where guys like me Oh, you sit through everything. I sit and I've watched the Leafs for years, years and years. I will admit I don't watch every Pittsburgh game. I love hockey. I really do. I'm way more of a football guy. You obviously know yes, that. Yes, yes, of but course. For me, football is Sunday you commit your Sunday to that. Hockey, there's it's multiple times a week. Now, when playoff hockey comes around, uh, that's when I really – Yeah, you do watch it. Then. I love playoff yeah. hockey. Like, I just think the game just elevates that much more, yes. and that's when I really like to watch it. It's very it. intense. Yeah. So – I do. I do watch some Pittsburgh games. I don't watch all of them. I'm no. not going to sit here and no, say I'm a diehard. Like, I love the Penguins. I'm not going to say sit here and say I'm diehard. I watch every single game. I keep up with the scores. I watch the highlights, and then and you get the reports from me. I get the reports from you. <laughs> I watch, like I said, I watch the highlights. Uh, I watch a few games. Yeah, I'd say maybe like ten, ten to twelve until the playoffs come. Until the playoffs come, and then I'm all in because. Yeah. It just, it's just things to do too. You yeah, school I know. A, I'm a busy guy. Me, I work from home. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm a busy guy. I got yeah, school and work, guy. and but Liam, I'm a Leaf fan. I watch every game, every minute. I know, and I really, I really look up to you, for that, just to be I honest, I love them. Yeah. I love them, and I'm looking forward to this game Saturday night. So that's your let's I go. I really am. Yeah, I wish Kadri was playing, but unfortunately, he's got the concussion. And he has to wait the seven days before he can come back. So yeah, that won't be back until next Wednesday when. Oh, Connor McDavid is back. Yeah, he, oh, speaking of Connor McDavid, do you know he got a two-game suspension? Not McJesus. McJesus got a two-game suspension. The Golden Boy got a two-game yes, suspension? Yes, he did. For the hit to the head, you know, he put his shoulder in the guy's head there, yep. Nick Letty. Wow. I'm kind of impressed that the NHL gave him a suspension. I'm, I'm kind su- of glad I'm, he did. I'm impressed they gave him two. Okay. I thought it was only going to be one. And uh, they did give him two. And speaking of, like, the suspension part, I'm going to get off topic here, but. I don't understand how when I'm not saying McDavid because it just happened today, but other other players in the NHL give a hit to the head. One guy gets three games, one guy gets four games, one guy gets one game, one guy gets two games. Very inconsistent for the same action. Yeah, it's very. They go by if the player got hurt or not, just like a high stick to the head, like Malkin did last week. He didn't hit the guy. He swung the stick at his head, didn't hit him. He got one game because he swung the stick near his head. And didn't hit him. Yeah, I know. But, but he didn't hit him. So if he did hit him. The violent act with the stick, sorry to jump in, but the violent act with the stick was still there. It was still there. So that should be a minimum amount of games. So, right. So in the way I look at it, and I know the NHLPA has a lot to do with this because they don't like to see their players suspended. No, That's not number at all. one. They don't because they work for them. No. And I understand that. That's what they pay them for. But I don't like the fact that somebody has to be hurt 
in order for the suspension to be warranted. The amount of games, that is. So if Nick Letty, who did get back up and he had to go for concussion protocol, did come back into the game, that warranted only a two-game suspension. So if he didn't come back into the game, would it he's have been? out for three weeks, so McDavid should have got five games then. Yeah, would it be three to five? Would it be three to five? For the action, he hit him with the shoulder, and he made contact with the head, and he, he actually went out of his way to hit him. Yeah, and repeat offenders usually get more games as well. Okay, that's another thing now. There wouldn't be repeat offenders if you did it the way I'm going to tell you how they should do it. Yeah. There wouldn't be no repeat offenders. So how should they do it? You hit a guy in the head, contact with the head, whether it's with your stick, your shoulder, your elbow, your knee, whatever, 10 games. I don't care who you are. No, it doesn't. It shouldn't From matter. From Connor McDavid are. to the last guy in the NHL who's last on the death chart. Fourth line grinder just doesn't trying matter. to cut it, you know. Ten games. That's it. After the ten games, if that player is still not back, I know you're taking one of the best players out of the league. I understand all that. But you're not going to get the message across. Not at all. So if you're going to do it to the best player in the league or one of the best players in the league, this way, people, the players will say, uh-oh, McDavid's out for 20 games for the hit to the head? This has got to stop now. And it, it's not just – That's all you got to do. You got to do it once. Just once. But let's just clarify. We're not saying it has to be done to McDavid right now. No, no, no. We're not saying, saying that. any good – any player – Any player. It needs a ten, minimum 10-game suspension with extra consequence based on injury. Last year in the Toronto-Boston series, Kadri got three games – for that cross check to uh, I can't I think it was McAvoy, yes, into the boards there. Yes, he got a three game suspension, and their reasoning for that three game suspension was he's a repeat offender. Which is that's not. But McDavid's hit to the to Nick Letty's head last night was a hundred times worse than that. And it's McAvoy and got back up. Yeah, and it's only a two game because he his hit first him. In, oops, he hit. Him, <laughs> sorry, folks. He hit him in the head. Yeah, he hit him in the head. Which could cause damage later on. And he only got two. It's ridiculous. I agree. There should be a minimum. Like Malkin should have got five games. Yeah, I, I won't Just because that. he didn't give the guy a concussion or cut his face open with a stick doesn't warrant what he did. No, because as I've already said, uh, the intent to injure... Was there. Or harm with the, the, like the use of a stick was there. And then Malkin's saying he dove. I don't understand what he's saying he dove. He said he dove, and then on top of that, he said, yeah, I swung, but I missed... Okay, but you swung. Yeah, swung. That's still. It the, doesn't yeah. matter if you missed or not. You swung. Yeah, that's my point. They're so inconsistent with who gets, how they del, uh, del out the punishment for the actions of the players. That's the part I don't understand. It's just like the NHL refereeing. One game, I could watch one game. The referee calls all these penalties. I watch another game. Same play. Same. They don't call nothing. The league just needs to become. They're consistent. not consistent. Yeah. They're not consistent. You make, you high stick somebody, injure them, or no injury. You swing a stick at somebody's head, 10 games. Yeah. You make a, you use your shoulder to knock somebody out. 10 games. 10 games. And then at that point, that player is still not playing. It's like when somebody goes to jail for 25 to life. Same thing. You got 25 years coming, but we'll see if you're going to get parole. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Same idea. Same idea. Okay. I, and I that get what will you're stop saying. it. 
that will stop the goons and, and not the goons, but anybody going for somebody's head. Well, that's what I, that's where I want to jump in and say I really feel like excuse me, the hockey's always been a very violent game. Oh yes, it's fast. But if you've paid attention these last five ish years, the violence has gone down, but the cheap shots have gone up. Have gone up, and that's because the game has eliminated your, your enforcers and your goons, the mm. fighting aspect of it, right? Refs jump in right away. Guys like Colton Orr and uh, I'm, I'm blanking right now. I don't know why, uh, but those kind of guys, they're not they're they not on jobs your they're not on it. your fourth line anymore. No, you know they're John not. Scott, like those kind of guys, they're not on your. There's your no enforcers. Don Cherry's right about that too. You need a guy to protect. You need a guy to protect your star players. Yeah, you do, because that won't be happening. That's what I'm saying. So if you if you don't eliminate, yeah, it was a violent game, but if you don't eliminate some of that that violence. You're just going to grow the cheap shots. I watched a bit of the Tampa Bay-Buffalo game last night. Kucherov, who's leading the league in scoring, he's got 100 points. Congratulations, by the way, Kucherov. You're having Very a great job. season. Very good job. He's having a great season. Um, gets hit by Rutsalainen hard at the blue line, and not one Tampa Bay player went after him. That's, that's disgusting. Not one. Kucherov got up. He was staggering to get back to the bench. Not one guy went after Rutsalainen to give the business. That's what I'm saying. Not even saying. talk to him. Didn't even talk to him. That's that's crazy. Okay. Now you think of John Scott sitting on that bench, Rutzelainen does that, or Colton Orr, or, or Colton Orr, or any of these guys that used to, you know, yeah, be their the enforcers. hecklers. You would literally, your Kucherov would get hit. He'd be shaken up. He'd start skating towards the bench. Those guys were ready. They they're were jumping on the board. They the, wanted the next shift. Yeah, the coach would just tap him on the shoulder. You're going. And I really miss that aspect of mm -hmm. hockey. I that, really the do. Fear factor is gone. These guys are getting hit. Like I seen uh, Matthews last night get cross-checked into the boards, and then there's garbage, su there's garbage suspensions, as the result of these of these cheap shots. Exactly. So the fear is gone. These cheap shots are happening, and more more often, and you're, you're trying to say you're trying to protect the head. I get it, but these cheap shots are happening more often because there's no fear factor, and then you give garbage suspensions as a result of yes, it. Yes, as a result of it. So. Yeah. Where where's the game changing? Now I understand why McDavid got two games. They say he's his first defense and all that. It doesn't matter. First of you kill. Okay, yeah, I lead it back to this. So you're trying to tell me you don't have a criminal record, okay? You yeah. don't have one. You're driving drunk. You're driving drunk, or any situation. You don't have a criminal record. You walk to somebody, shoot them, kill them. Yeah. So that's your first offense. So you get you get a little. Uh, so what do you get a slap on the wrist? Slap on the wrist, and you get to yeah. I agree. Same with you. idea. I'm not saying it's the same thing. I'm saying it's the same idea. You're not saying it's the same the same situation. No. You're saying it's the same concept. Concept. There should be no such thing as uh, a slap on the wrist for somebody who it's their first time. Not especially when you hit their head. Yeah, especially that's that's what I'm trying to say. Especially when you're uh, making a huge emphasis on protecting the head these last Correct. couple years. Yes. So you take out all the violence of hockey. These cheap these cheap shots are, are becoming more frequent, and then the suspensions are garbage as a result. As that's a result my exact point. You're not protecting the head. Right. You're, it's still nothing's changed. Put some enforcers in there. That won't happen. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing. You think, think Wayne? You think Wayne Gretzky got hit back when I used to watch him play? Dave Semenko would be on your ass so fast. You touch Wayne Gretzky, you had a price to pay. And I get that these guys who were the enforcers back in the 90s and stuff, that was very violent hockey, and yes, oh, yeah. they, they are feeling the results of it now. Yes. They are. and it's of the fighting part. And it's sad. But 
we're, and we're not saying it has to be bloody and violent like it no, was in the 90s, no, but no. there still we're has to be that, that fear factor where if you cheap shot a guy like that, like Kucherov got hit last night. Oh, yeah, that was bad. That guy should be heckled and be running to his own bench after he does oh, it. Oh, yeah, he, nothing happened to him. Not one person, I thought Kalorn or somebody would go after him. Nothing. Thank you for bringing this up because this really, this actually. And you know really what happened? Me. One thing that did happen after, there was about, it was just it was in the end of the overtime because the game went it was one one going yeah. in the overtime. The end of the overtime before the shootout, the puck was behind the Buffalo net, and Rutsalainen was back there. And you know who was back there with him? Kucherov, Kucherov. <laughs> punching him. Yeah. Kucherov was punching him. I'm Kucherov, your best player, is defending himself. He's defending himself. Which good for him. Great, that he but is. But what about if he breaks his hand? Yeah, he's there punching, punching Rutsalainen, because just before that period ended, the overtime, Kucherov had the puck. He lost the puck, and Rutsalainen hit him again with a cross check and sent him into the goalpost. Fucking ridiculous. He got up, and then the period ended, like it was ended at that time. Yeah, the overtime, and he starts hammering him. Not one guy come in. And that's why you're seeing idiots like uh, Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson. And uh, Brad Marshan. That's why you're seeing idiots like this still kicking around in the league. Look at Matt Cook from Pitts- when he played mm-hmm. for Pittsburgh. He ended Savard's career. Where's that guy now? Where He was never relevant because he would like people were heckling him. He, was- he did a few. You know what? Yeah, he did a few. He was a repeat offender. Eric Carlson, he cut his tendon. Yeah. With the skate. And then he kind of just disappeared because he was heckled out mm-hmm. of the league. And we're not seeing that with Marsh. Like, people are still no, pissed off. away with it. Yeah. Like, fans can still be pissed off about it because fans are, will always be the same, right? You see Marsh and you think uh, he's a dirty fucking player. Oh, yes. But the league's not really doing anything about no. it. Like, he did. He got suspended for five games. The same hit on Johansson on New Jersey. Yeah, and people lost their mind when you. They lost their mind. The Bruins players or fans lost, lost their oh, mind. That should be five. Games. Yeah, it yes, should it be, should, should be. have been fifteen games. Should have been fifteen games because he put them out for two months. I'll even go. I'll even go far enough back to say when Crosby slashed uh, Mathot, right? Yeah, I cut his finger. Cut his finger. Five games. Five games. Just minimum five games. Just for the act of violence with the stick. Yep. What's with these Pittsburgh players and using their stick as a as a weapon, eh? Have to defend themselves. Well, anyways, so sorry we got a little off track there, but I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> yeah, it was bothering me. Uh, that re- that really upsets that me about bo- the that NHL. That bothers me. So my let's go moment of the week. I thought about it. It's a it's a guy that you and I both really like, and it will have to be a congratulations to George Saint Pierre on his yes. uh, UFC career. GSP buddy finally retired. Yeah, well deserved retirement. Very That's entertaining fighter. Glad uh, to see I saw a lot of his fights. Yeah, I'm glad that I got to watch his fights as yeah. well. Especially when uh, you came into my life, we watched a lot of a lot UFC of pay-per-views. Fights, yes, and UFC. We watched a lot of GSP. GSP, man. I rem- do you remember having the UFC tournaments on like Christmas and yeah, New Year's and stuff? Yeah, and everybody would be fighting to try to be uh, GSP? GSP, yeah. Yeah. Class act. Class act. Class act. That's, That's what I like about him so much. Canadian guy. And a very humble class act the whole way. Yeah. He, he wasn't even good at hyping fights. No. He was just so humble in, and you quiet. You couldn't get under him, under no. his skin. He'd laugh at you. That's what I, that's what I liked about him he so much. He was so cool. He's so cool. Yeah. He's a, he's a bloody legend. Yeah, as I put he, it on our Instagram. A bloody you, legend. You got it. And I just wanted yeah, to wish him, a, wish him well. Wish him well and wish him a great career. And I'm happy you're not fighting Khabib because you don't need to get involved with that clown. No, he's a clown. 
He's a clown. So just enjoy your retirement, buddy. That's my let's go moment of the week. Because Good UFC life. is not not the not same. Not the anymore. same without GSP, man. No, no. I'll not. even say without like Anderson Silva. That era was fantastic. of like Anderson Silva and before uh, John Bones Jones started doing all the fucking yeah PDs and Randy Couture, Randy Couture and, and Frank Mir. Oh fuck, such good fights. Uh, Chuck Liddell. Oh yeah, the Iceman. Yeah. Shogun. Yeah, there was Shogun Ua. Yeah. Yeah. Some great fighters. Some great Nate Diaz and all them guys and. GSP was the best, though. Yeah, he was. He's probably the all-time greatest. One of a kind. He's the goat. Wish him the best. I wish him the best as well. If you ever hear this, GSP, congratulations, buddy. Right on. All right, so much longer episode this one than the first one. We had a lot to talk about. We had a lot to talk about, which is good. How did you feel about it? Comfortable? Very good. Good. Yes, yes. Uh, So, yeah, we know it's been a little while since our our first episode. Uh, We do apologize for that. Life has just been hectic right now, but... The grind of the couch coaches starts now. Every week on Thursday, we are going to be releasing an episode, and we're really—I'm really looking forward to it. We got a lot to talk about. Trade deadline is going to be over by then. And uh, March is a little quiet for oh, us. There's March Madness and things like that. Playoff, we, playoff run. Playoff hockey is going to start hockey. coming up. Uh, Probably going to get some baseball news. I'm I'm looking forward to golf coming back. Just going to uh, throw it out NFL there. NFL starts their official season next month. Yeah. Free, uh, free agency and trades or NFL combine and combines and all that going to start. So lots yeah. to talk about coming up. Lots to talk about. And, but we'll make stuff up, not make stuff up, but things will come up and we'll, we'll make segments up for the next few weeks. I really want to get this going. So already, uh, did you, what do you think about putting a, I was talking a moment about putting a sign up of a, from the couch sign of right here. Yeah. That sounds uh, good. So for the extra content, right. We have the blogs, but the blogs is kind of a thing that I'm just going to do when I have the creative juices flowing and I want to write something out. That's not something that I'm going to put a schedule on myself for. Uh, eventually, I think YouTube videos would be pretty fun, and that's mm-hmm. why like getting a nice setup with all yeah, over here so would be... Yeah, nobody would, wants to see that right now. No. like Getting a nice setup over <laughs> here would be cool and fun. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, things that are coming still. This is very early in the works, so we're just looking forward to seeing where it goes. Uh, this has been episode two of the Couch Coaches. Dom, you could say goodbye if you'd like. Have a good one, folks. We'll talk to you again. Uh, once again, we are presented by From the Couch, and episodes come out every Thursday. You can follow our Instagram at the underscore couch underscore coaches underscore, and uh, our Twitter handle is official FTC Pod. You got it. So you guys can check us out there. Until next time. Have a good one. <laughs>